Sabi ni Steve, it's, it's great to break bread with you again this morning. Ibig sabihin, you know, when we, when we break bread, ibig sabihin yung Lord's Supper, it's called breaking bread or taking the communion or the Eucharist, whatever you call it. It's that participation. And last week, the last two weeks, pinukusapan natin about the significance, the relevance, kung gano'n kahalaga, to take communion to bring back the death of Jesus into the present situation. Alam mo, it's not just a historical fact. To remember, sabi ni Jesus, when you eat this and you drink this, it's going to remember me. Ibig sabihin, you, you're reaching back into history, kahit wala tayo doon, and we grab onto, by faith, the truth and the benefits of what Jesus did on the cross. And then we import that into the present situation. It's putting a present demand on a past event. And we draw from that. And the, because, of course, Jesus is not limited to time. So yung death and resurrection niya noon is still available, still relevant, still powerful today. Hindi siya limited to the history. He said, I... I was and I am and I evermore will be. So I was dead, but I'm alive forevermore. He was and is and is to come, the Alpha and the Omega. So matatap in tayo sa kanyang mga biyaya. And the Bible says, bless the Lord and don't forget. Forget not all of his benefits, but do this to remember. So yes, we take a physical piece of bread, but it's not just physical. We also use our mind. We also use our soul and nakikipag participate with our spirit. Kaya mahalaga ang Lord's Supper is hindi ka nagsusolo. You know, it's not just nagmamerienda ka magisa mo. The Lord's Supper is participating in fellowship with the other people, with the family. And today I want to talk more about that. And sometimes the Lord's Supper or the communion is we refer sa table. The Lord's table. The table of the Lord. Kaya nakahanda ang ating Table. Oh, ganda. Ito ba ang itsura ng table niyo sa bahay niya? Ito yung itsura ng table, na long table sa kasal. And so, in, in this table, we're gonna read an Old Testament story, which I believe, habang uh, inexplain ko itong story sa Old Testament, I want you to be thinking, how does this relate sa akin? Where do I fit into this story? And, of course, the whole Bible, even sa mga Old Testament, it links and points to Jesus. So when we talk about Old Testament uh, stories, follow the blood of Jesus. Follow the theme that brings us to Jesus Christ at ang ating relationship sa Kanya. So let's go back to the book of Second Samuel in chapter 9. And this whole story will give us insight. A table of the Lord. So it says in chapter 9, verse 1, one day David asked, Is there anyone in Saul's family still alive to whom I can show kindness for Jonathan's sake? And now there was a servant of Saul's household named Ziba. Ziba answered the king, there is still a son of Jonathan. Anakni Saul si Jonathan. 
He is lame in both feet. Lumposha. He is at the house of Makir, son of Amiel, in Lodibar. Bayan nila, Lodibar. And when Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, who is the son of Saul, came to David, he bowed down low to pay honor. And David said, Mephibosheth, don't be afraid, for I will surely show kindness to you for your father's sake, for the sake of your father, Jonathan. And I will restore to you all of the land that belonged to your grandfather, Saul, and you will always be welcome at my table. Mephibosheth bowed down and said, I am no better than a dead dog. Why should you be so good to me? So itong story, King Saul, the first king of Israel. He started out good. Kaso lang, nagrebelde siya, nagdisobey. Hindi niya kinoconsult si Lord. So siya ay nahulog sa uh, sa kasalanan. And the Lord said, I'm going to replace Saul, who was the people's choice, with David, who is my choice, a man after my own heart. So God anointed David na magiging susunod na hari. So what does that do sa anak ni Saul? Yung anak ni Saul, si Jonathan, ay dapat next in line, di ba, sa trono. Siya yung prince. Siyempre, pag patay na si hari, ang magiging hari si prince. Pero hindi na naputol na yung succession because napunta kay David. Because God chose David. So, eto na ang situation na dapat magalit si Jonathan kay David, pero hindi. Jonathan was different. Jonathan, I accepted David. Tinanggap niya na this is God's will. This is God's choice. I receive and accept Jonathan, uh, David bilang susunod na hari. So there was an unusual friendship. Imbis na magkalaban, Jonathan and David became blood brothers. Nakaroon sila ng blood compact. You know, they, they had a cutting. They had an exchange of weapons, an exchange of promises to each other. And sabi ni Jonathan, uh, vow to me that you will remember me. Sounds like what the thief on the cross said to Jesus. You'll remember me when you come into your kingdom. Pag ikaw na hari, remember me. So they had a commitment, a covenant. Siyempre, kasama doon ang dugo, kasama doon ang meal. Lagi doon may covenant meal. Last, last week, we talked about a good deal meal. Yung Lord's Supper is a good deal. It's a, it's a covenant meal with God. Well, nangyari, si Jonathan and Saul both died on the same day. Namatay sila sa battle, so wala na sila. Siyempre, na-accelerate, na-promote na si David na ang hari. And many years passed. Pagkalipas ng ilang years, si David, nagmumuni-muni siya isang araw, nagsabi niya, nagtinanong niya, is there anyone from Saul's family who's still alive? May anak pa siya ng iba, may, may kapatid si Jonathan, pamangkin, apo, and it came back to him na meron at merong isang grandson ni Saul. Pero, he's not a threat to you kasi nasa Lodibar siya. Ang word Lodibar, the name of that means walang pasture, walang pastulan. 
walang pag-asa, walang bunga. It's a dry desert place na it's low. Low class, ghetto, para siyang hindi magandang lugar niyan. At doon si Mephibosheth na natatago because in those days, pag mayroong bagong hari, pinapatay ang lahat ng relatives ng dating hari. That was actually expected. Kasama yan. Kasi siyempre, nung, nung culture nila, may gaganti. Kung hindi mo i-execute ang lahat ng mga anak ng hari, siyempre, aawayan kanila for the throne, for the position. So it was common na i-execute ang lahat. Kaya, nung araw na namatay si Saul at si Jonathan, yung yaya ni Mephibosheth, who was only five years old, binuhat niya si Mephibosheth, tumakbo siya, because they're, they're running for their lives. At nadapa ang si Yaya, nahulog si Mephibosheth, at napilayan siya. Ang dalawang paa niya were permanently crippled for the rest of his life. Wawa. Wawa si Jonathan. I see Mephibosheth. So anyway, lumaki siya with the thinking na galit si David sa akin. Ang hari ay kalaban. Dito na ako sa Lodi Bar, kawawa mi, alam yung ganon, and hating, resentful, siguro sa isip niya, si David ang responsible sa kamatayan ng tatay ko at lolo ko. So all of the negative thoughts in his mind, it's called fake news because actually mabait si David. Actually mabait ang hari. Mabait na babait at wala siyang balak ng gumanti. Wala siyang masamang intensyon. It's just that nasa Lodi Bar, kung ano-anong pumapasok sa isip mo negative. So David ay nagtatanong, nagsiseek out. She's searching. Who is from Saul's family na buhay pa? I want to show kindness. Now the word kindness is a covenant word. We've been talking about covenant, no? So isa sa mga very important covenant word sa Bible is the Hebrew word chesed. C-H-E-S-E-D or just H-E-S-E-D. Chesed. And that is a word which translates in English to many different applications. Pero one word is a compound word loving-kindness. It means a love action basi sa loyalty to the covenant. It's based on a, a covenant love and loyalty it sometimes is mercy sometimes translates to kindness or goodness it's doing good to someone so as a greek it would probably be the word uh, agape or the word grace charis but it's based on a love relationship and loyalty sa covenant so napaka link sa covenant and sabi ni David, I want to give, I want to show. It's not a feeling, it's an action. I want to do something kind because of Jonathan. Now in this story, makikita natin, si Haring David represents the Father God. God our Father. So if you read the story here, just put it in your minds. Now see, David symbolizes the Father God. King of all kings. Powerful, strong, mighty, rich. The ruler. And see, Jonathan, yung anak niya, represents God the Son. In fact, the word Jonathan, the name Jonathan means the one who's given. Is it given? He was given. 
So here's Jonathan, the one who's given, just like our Lord Jesus, who was given. For God so loved the world that he gave. So Jonathan represents God the Son. And David and Jonathan have a blood compact. Did you know on the cross, Jesus cut a covenant so that God the Father and God the Son could have a covenant, an agreement. No one could have a covenant with God because it's a side ng tao makasalanan. And the side of God is holy. There's no agreement there. But there was one. There was one in the land of earth who chose to obey the Father. And that was Jesus. Just like there was one in the kingdom of Israel who chose to accept David as the rightful king. And they became friends. And so in this story, Jonathan had a son also. Kaso lang, problema, lumpo siya. Di siya nakakalakad. And in those days, wala yung mga privileges or benefits sa mga PWD. Di ba ngayon, mayroon tayong special uh, privileges. Pag sa grocery, di ba may special lane sila. Pwede silang sa banko, pwede sila mauna. Di ba? Sa, sa mga restroom, meron silang mas malaking CR sa mga airport na ganon. So, but in those days, wala yung mga ganon na batas na giving discounts or special privileges sa mga disabled. In those days, pag disabled ka, kawawa ka talaga. Kasi you are down, you're cut off as a normal citizen. Ibig sabihin, di ka, wala kang contribution, di nakakatulog, di ka makakapag-work. So parang you're reduced to the level of, parang ka, kasing level ng hayop. And wala kang magagawa to help. So you are, your life is over. You're, no future. Nagiging beggars lang sila. And in the story of Mephibosheth, he symbolizes or represents us spiritually crippled. Hindi nakakalakad ayon sa dapat pamumuhay. Hindi nakakatulong. Wala tayong contribution. You, we cannot please God and walk in His ways. And our life is in a, we're living in a, a place called sin. Remember last week, we have a place here called sin. That's our Lodi Bar. Yan yung bayan Lodi Bar na kung saan walang pastulan, walang bunga. And Jesus said, without me, cut off from me, wala ka talaga magagawa. You can do nothing. And so here we are, bawat isa sa atin ay lumaki sa Lodi Bar. We've all grown up in sin, selfishness, in crippled, unable to please God, trying hard pero hindi. And then madalas may mga iba sa atin is nagagalit pa sa kay God. Kasi namatayan ka you I prayed for I prayed for that person to be healed pero namatay. So galit medyo somehow nag CCC si God because if he was really good bakit hinayaan na namatay? Bakit and see God. Now he didn't, he could have saved my mother, but he didn't. He could have changed and made that person not commit murder, but he didn't. So may mga ganon. It's all of these negative things na sinasabi ng kaaway about God. 
or maybe ang karanasan mo sa church, sa isang church is, ganyan ba talaga ang kristyano? Ganyan ba? Nakita mo ng something na kasalanan ng isang tagasunod ni Kristo, tapos pasa, pasok sa isip mo, kung ganyan ang Christian, ayoko. Kasi yung ugali niya, ganito, ganyan, ganyan. So, pumapasok natin sa, sa isip na ganun si God. Hindi siya loving sa akin. Yes, God loves the whole world. Yes, God is powerful. He can do anything. Pero hindi ako naniniwala na gagawa siya ng mabuti sa akin. So parang low bar mentality. Mephibosheth, crippled, utak crippled. And so that's us. That's us. And we are needing a rescuer, a savior. And here is King David who says, is there anyone? Is there anyone out there from the household, yung family line ni Saul? Now which, yung family line ni Saul, that's the enemy. And you know, we were enemies with God because of our sin. But Christ died for us. Nang makasalanan pa tayo. And so he says, is there anyone alive from Saul's family that I can show chesed, covenant kindness to, not for Saul's sake, but for Jonathan's sake? Because David has covenant kay Jonathan. Sabi niya, I want to remember my covenant with Jonathan. At this time, patay na si Jonathan. But to remember his covenant, he takes the reality and the truth ng kanyang kausunduan with Jonathan and he wants to bring it to the present and do an action of covenant love to anyone on behalf of Jonathan. And they find out why si Mephibosheth. So he calls for Mephibosheth who comes in, kinakabain, kasi siyempre ang ina-assume ni Mephibosheth is papatayan niya ako. Kasi siya yung bagong hari. Ako dapat... Ang susunod na hari, pagpatay na si Saul, pag, pag mamamatay si Papa ko, ako dapat. So, gaganti siya sa akin. Ako ang kalaban niya. Gusto niya ako patayin. Pero David says, don't be afraid. I want to show kindness to you on behalf of your father. Not because you're good, but because I have a, an agreement with your father nung hindi ka pa pinapanganak. Alam mo, you aren't a part of it. It has nothing to do with you. Absolutely nothing to do with you because you weren't even born when we had a covenant. Anong year ka pa So, 2001. 2001. Before you were born, God the Father and God the Son have a covenant. It has nothing to do with you. It had everything to do with Jesus. But kung makikiride on ka, makikipag-connect ka kay Jesus, kasali. Hello, hello. <laughs> kasali siya. That's nothing to do. It, it was no, you had no contribution to make the covenant happen because you weren't even born. But David says to Mephibosheth, even though you weren't born yet, I had a covenant with your father that you don't know about. But I'm telling you, we're like this. We are one. The Father and I are one. And I want to do good to you because of Jonathan. And he get the one. I will restore back to you. I'm not a taker. I'm a giver. 
I'll restore it back to you. All of the properties of your grandfather. At higit pa doon, but wait, there's more. You'll always be welcome at my table. Ko ano yung pagkain ko? Iyo. Ko ano yung inuman ko? Inyo. You can eat here, or you can grow your own food, but you'll always be welcome here. Good deal, isn't it? So, that's a good deal meal. That's a very good deal meal. So, papakusapan natin yung mga points, and I hope na mag-stick ito sa kaisipan mo. I hope makaka-apply ito sa buhay mo ngayon. But you need to remember this, that God is inviting you. It's, it's now, 2019. God is inviting you to take your place at His table. Alam mo, sa mga, sa mga kasal o sa mga banquet na may budget, yun ang mamahalin ng mga special, mayroon silang tinatawag na name card na nilalagay dyan sa harap ng plato ng para reserved. O minsan dito sa likod ng chair. Have you been to a a wedding or something, and you had a place like that. Ganda, no? Minsan, nahiyang-hiya kapag pumasok, pero pag makita mo yung place, yung pwesto na naka-reserve for you, sa'yo, hindi mo isipin na kinangkuha ko ng pwesto ng iba. Para sa akin pala. Talaga? Para sa akin to? Sige ba? You know? Para hindi ka nahihiya kasi sino magpapaalis sa'yo? Eh, reserve yan sa'yo. God has a place reserved for you. Sabi ni Jesus in John chapter 14, I have a place in my father's house. There's places, there's places and graces, and I'm going there to prepare a place, puesto, for you, so that makasama tayo. And it was, it was not Mephibosheth na naki, na lumapit kay David, hindi siya nag-apply. It was David's initiative. Who's David? Who does David represent? God. Who's Mephibosheth? Us. It was God who made the first move. Hindi ikaw ang lumapit sa kanya. Siya ang lumapit sa'yo. Siya ang nag-seek out for you. He's the one asking, is there anybody in San Fernando that's still a person possible, a candidate for my grace, that I can do covenant goodness to on behalf of Jesus. Is there anybody in San Fernando like that? Okay. And it was the Lord who sent His Holy Spirit behind the scenes, working in your heart. Na pinapalumbot, pinapasoften yung heart mo. And ginamit ang Holy Spirit ng isang tao to invite you. And he wanted, Luke chapter 19 and verse 10, Jesus said, I have come to seek. I'm looking for you to seek and save that which was lost. And binasa natin kanina sa Isaiah 55. It says, you can come to the table, you eat, you drink, muski wala kampera. It's all free for you. Listen so that you'll live. I'm going to make an everlasting covenant with you the promise blessing that i gave to david so there's a place you get that there's a place reserved for you god is inviting you okay kahit sino ka man kahit anong background mo i don't know i don't care where you've come from what you've done 
God is looking for you. He missed you. He's missing you. And he's not just welcoming you na sumaling parang saling pusa. He has a place reserved for you. Number two is you can't get to the table by yourself. Lahat tayo ay nakasala. At walang sinumang karapat dapat or makakaabot sa high standards ni God. We all sinned. And yet, God, in His grace, freely makes us right with Him in His sight. He did it through Jesus when He freed us from the penalty of our sins. Alam mo yung ibig sabihin sitting at the table? Sitting at the table is not just physical, it's a spiritual status. No, no, it's a relationship status. Sino sa inyo minsan ina-update yung Facebook relationship status? Oh, complicated, married, in a relationship. Sitting at the table is a relationship status, that you're in a right relationship with God. And you are, all of God's blessings, all of God's provisions are shared with you. Maski kumakain ka o hindi, nag-avail ka o hindi, you're in a right relationship with God. And so, John chapter 3, verse 17 says that God did not send His Son, like Jonathan, into the world to condemn it, but to save it. And sabi ni Jesus, no one can come to the Father except through me. So, you can't get to the Father by yourself. And Jesus said, no one can come to me unless my father draws him to me and I'll raise him up. So, sino ang nagdala sa'yo? Kung ikaw ay may pwesto o kung ikaw ay nakatakim ng mga biyaya sa table, it must have been na hindi ikaw ang nagperform, hindi ikaw ang pumasa. Na, hindi, it's not like a board exam. It's not like you you passed a test and earned the qualification, ang kaligtasan, ang pwesto sa table ni Lord ay ibinibigay, hindi ibinibili. It's not something you achieve, it's something you receive. And yet, you can't get there by yourself. There always has to be a bridge, tulay, a link, a guide. Who brought you? Who invited you? Sipin mo na ngayon, sino nagdala sa'yo? Mark, who invited you? Joanna Imperial? Wow. You better thank her. Yeah. Sino nang invite sa iyo, Jose? Sino nang invite sa iyo? Christine po. Ayos. Okay. Sino nang invite sa iyo? Ate Darling po. Ate Darling. Sino nang invite sa iyo? Pastor Ben. Ben. Sino nang invite sa iyo? Jim Morden. Gilbert, sino nang invite sa iyo? Christopher. Oh, see? So, somebody reached out spoke up, extended their hand, we welcome ka. Praise God for those people na naging leak, naging bridge. And praise God for His Holy Spirit that prepared your heart in advance so that when the invitation come, you received it. When you heard the gospel message, tinanggap mo, naniwala. That was not your own initiative. It was a small portion of faith that was given to you by God 
itinanim yung seed niya sa puso mo at tumubo. And it grew. Mephibosheth was crippled. He couldn't walk. He, he couldn't get there on his own. But someone had to help him. And we are all spiritually crippled. Lahat tayo lumpo spiritually. And we need help getting to God. We need a bridge. Jesus said, I'm the way. I'm the door. And that's why the Holy Spirit uses people and uses circumstances to bring you to Him. Sino nag-guide sa'yo sa papuntang encounter? We need a guide. When you, if you're going to be enrolled in pre-encounter, there will be someone who will guide you to just go along with you to help you get to the table. God wants you to come to the table. And listen, here's the good news. Higit doon, pag ikaw na sa table, gagamitin ka ni God to bring others to the table. You'll be a link as well. You'll be one who can help somebody else come. So number three is this, that God's grace, everybody say grace, grace, is the one that gives us a seat. It's by grace that we get a seat at the table, and it's by grace na mananatili tayo sa table. It's by grace that keeps us at the table. You don't just come in, naranasan namin ni Bambi ito minsan, pumunta kami sa isang event, tapos nasa harapan kami, magandang pwesto, umupo kami, and then after a while, pinaalis kami. <laughs> Kakahiya, di ba? Pinaalis kami. Na, so, because siguro assuming kami na VIP, actually hindi naman. So, but when you come to God's table, when you come to this right relationship with God, it's grace that lets you get here. And it's grace that lets you stay here. Not based on your performance, but on grace. Remember the song, Amazing Grace? It was grace that brought me safe thus far, and grace will keep me home, lead me home, keep me there. What did Mephibosheth do to earn this? Come on, what did he, in the story, did he become a, a very effective advisor to the king? Did he pay? Was he a really loyal, good person? No, he didn't do anything to earn this place just like the prodigal son, nung umuwi siya, he did nothing good to earn that feast the father gave him. The feast was to remember him back into the family as a son. He didn't deserve it, but he was given it. Remember, Mephibosheth is the one who receives grace. Ikaw ba'y si Mephibosheth? Or ikaw ba'y a permanent resident ng Lodibar? Ikaw ba'y permanent resident doon sa lugar na kung saan walang connection sa hari at hindi ka makakatikim ng mga biyaya sa table. But be like Mephibosheth. And he came. Kinakabain, but he came. Trusting. He had to make a choice. Will I trust the king? Will I trust his heart? Friends, today, you have to make a choice. Will you trust the heart of God? Will you trust him to be a father and stop blaming him for everything? Stop doubting his goodness. He said, well, I'm not worthy. Yeah, because it's by grace. It's not about your worthiness. Don't be afraid. I will surely show kindness to you for the sake of your father, Jonathan. It said in Psalms 40, verse 2, he brought me up out of the hole of danger and out of the mud and clay, and he set my feet. Now, what if spiritually lumpoka, crippled? 
but he set my feet on a rock, making my feet sure. The weak and feeble, he says, he put me on a rock, that's Jesus, on a place where I'm and my feet are now sure. <laughs> and Second Samuel 9, 13, at the, at the end there of that story, it says, Mephibosheth lived in Jerusalem. Diba saan siya galing? Lodibar. The place na walang pastulan, walang pagasa, walang bunga, but lumipat siya by a miracle of the king's grace. He lived in Jerusalem because, why would he be at Jerusalem? That's where the table is. Doon ang palasyo. So he lived in Jerusalem because he always ate at the king's table. I mean, breakfast, lunch, dinner, Marian the one, Marian the two, Mary, uh, midnight snacks. I don't know you guys, you guys to eat. He always ate at the king's table since he was lame in both feet. And number four is you. That's you. Sabi mo, ako na yun. dito. You always have a confirmed reservation at the table, the table of grace. An open invitation, friends. Come, maski wala ka ng spiritual uh, budget, you might feel bankrupt. You might have a past na ang dami mong kasalanan, mali ang iyong uh, nagawa, maaring andun na yung, yung gumugulo, you don't, you're not sure what you believe. You, you're, you're, you might have anger and bitterness towards God for something na nangyari sa'yo na hindi maganda. But no matter what you've done or what you're doing or what has happened to you, you always have a confirmed reserved seat at the table. And that does not bring any good, like that does not highlight a glory for you. That does not mean, wow, you're amazing. It only speaks amazing things about the character of the king. Oh, I'm delighted to be invited to a place of grace. <laughs> Revelations 3 verse 20 says, I stand at the door and knock. Sabini Jesus, if you open the door, and we will have dinner together. I will dine with you. We'll have dinner and you'll dine with me. We'll have this relationship that is, includes a table. Remember, the table was a covenant highlight. Remember that? It's part of the covenant in the old days. You always have a table. Even now, pagkasal, what do you call that? The long table. So you're saying you're ready to make a long table. So when you're engaged, you start, it's a long table. Because covenants happened there. Business deals are celebrated with a meal or a cheers, you know, toast. And, and, and the Lord's Supper is a covenant meal. It links us back into the reality of Jesus at yung kanyang finished work on the cross. It brings the 2,000 years ago truth of Jesus. It brings it to present power available for you in your family, in your emotions, in your mind to turn you it empowers you to run away from sin it gives you a new nature it gives it takes away death and puts in life it takes away the old heart and it changes it upgrades you to a brand new heart 
says, I'll put a new heart and a new and right spirit in you, and I'll program you so that you'll want to obey me. It's God who's working in you, giving you both the desires and the ability to do what pleases him. He said, I'm going to upgrade. I'm going to take your sickness away. I'm going to put in divine health and healing. All these exchanges. I'll take away your shame and put in my glory. I'll take away your uh, sorrow and install joy. He says, a joy I give you. It's not the joy of the world. It's not peace of the world, but it's my joy. It's my peace I leave with you. All the benefits of the finished work of Jesus. All of this is at the table. All of it's at the table. And Jesus said, the father takes great pleasure. It's, you know, God gives you a table like this. And then he says, the pleasure is mine. I mean, ako, papaso, ako sa table ni Jesus. And I say, wow, Lord, thank you. And, and I got some, you know, wow, chicken. Mm. Oh, it's so good. And, you know, I'm just enjoying the benefits. And I say, Lord, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And you know what he says? In Luke chapter 12, verse 32, he says, don't be afraid. It gives your father great pleasure to give you the kingdom. Imagine you're saying thank you and enjoying, and the Lord is saying, the pleasure's all mine. Eat, drink, and be filled. The pleasure's mine. What is it like to be in the table every Sunday when you come to SFCC? Right now, there's fried, chi- uh, roasted chicken. But you come in we, every Sunday. We have a all-you-can-eat buffet of real food, spiritual food. You have this. You can take home. May take home pa. Pastor Pabalot, I'm going to take it home, and I'm going to share it. I have so much that I got on Sunday. I'm going to bring it home, and when we meet on our cell group tomorrow night, we're going to, I'm going to have a lot to share with you. Every Sunday is Noche Buena, and kinibukasan may leftovers. Pero itong klaseng leftovers, pinapasarap pa. Because you take it home, and you study the scriptures, and you make it better, and then share it with your friends. Share it with your family. There's a lot of benefits at the table. You drink joy. You know, in the Bible, wine symbolized joy. Celebration. Water symbolizes the the Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit. A table is a place of family. Look around you. You have a family here. SFCC is a a family of families. What can kumain na mag-isamo? Come to the table because the family's here. Salo, salo. It's great to eat with brothers and sisters. It's very fulfilling when we break bread together. When we take the cup together, eat the bread together, remember together. Sabay, sabay. That's napakahalaga that we do it together as a family. We have worship times together. Sunday celebration, prayer times, praise and prayer, soaking. Now, I could just imagine kung ako si Mephibosheth na lumpo. Could you imagine in those days, nakakahiya? It's really embarrassing. You don't really want to go out. You don't really think that you can ever even get close to a table like this. It's just like too good to be true. 
Kasi think, think about it. Kung sino ang mga celebrities that would be at King David's table? I mean, this is the who's who of Israel. King David is there. It's his table. He's the most powerful person in the world at that time. Wealthy, very, very rich, very powerful, bodyguards, everything. Can you imagine? He's a celebrity. He's the king. And then you're going to be invited there. It's too good to be true. Sino pa mga kasama niya? His daughter, Princess Tamar. Maganda, socialite. I mean, come on. You could probably just imagine she's probably... But she would be on the TV. She would be, you know, well-dressed. Sino pa Amnar. A builder. A talented man. Another prince. And Absalom, another son of David. He'll be eating there at the table. He's very charismatic. Mapi Arsha. He's good with people. He, 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 he's very popular. Long hair. Good looking. So he's there. And then you got Solomon. Solomon's another one of the children, and he would be there. Could you just imagine all of these people there at the table? And then in comes somebody else is coming in. Knock, knock, knock. Here comes. Oh, yeah, we have a place reserved for Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth, come on over. This is your place. So Mephibosheth comes in. Wag ka matakot, Meph. Wag ka mahiya. Puesto mo ito. You will always be welcome at my table, said David. And I'm glad you're here. We've been waiting for you. Oh, we can start now. Mephibosheth is here. Let's eat. Come on here, Mephibosheth. You... Okay, magpasalamat, and then yeah, we'll eat after the meal, you know. Lord, give thanks. Okay, go ahead, give thanks to the Lord. And uh, you got some bread, fruits, just eat. Kain ka, bro, kain ka. And Mephibosheth, Maybe at first you feel unworthy. You know that sometimes people don't even attend church. They don't come to the, the church table. Because they say, Kailangan kong ayusin ang sarili ko muna. Kailangan kong ayusin ang buhay ko. Tsaka lang akong babalik sa church. Kasi marami akong kasalanan. Masusunog ako pagpunta ako doon sa inyo. Wala akong... Hindi ako malapit sa Diyos. Ang dami kong kasalanan. And minsan... We feel that we have to be worthy or we have to be very clean first, sa spirit natin, before we can come to the table. I mean, that was how it was sa bahay namin noon. Pag pawis na pawis and dirty, my mom would say, you can't come to the table until you clean up. Wash your face, wash your hands, change your clothes. But at the king's table, there's something about the table. You don't have to clean up first to come to the table. Because this is a miraculous table. The table itself has a cleansing effect on you. As you eat, as you drink the water, and we are washed by the water of God's word, it has an effect to where as you eat and drink, 
and enjoy. It's actually cleaning you, washing you, upgrading you. You don't clean up and then get in. You get in and then get cleaned up in the process. That's the miracle of the table. Now, probably when Mephibosheth first comes, he's thinking, you know, I don't belong. There's princesses here. There's princes and prin- These are celebrities. Sino bajo, lumpo. My legs are, are, you know, skinny and crooked. And hindi, hindi ako belong do. Nakakahiya. Nakakasira ako sa photo ops. But actually... He's really feeling at home here, man. <laughs> Not breakfast ka ba kanina? Hindi ata nag-breakfast ito. It's okay. You'll always be welcome here. But I think the number one thing that might be going through his mind is what about my legs? What about my past? What about that effect of what I've done? What about that? The king can't ignore that. People will talk about me. People will know where I've been and what I've done. They'll say, Mr. Lodibar is here. Mr. Lumpo is here. No. But what happens when he gets at the table? Look. He's sitting at the table. He's not trying to walk in with his, uh, you know, crutches. And the good thing is, when he's sitting at the table, the shame, Mephibosheth, the word, the word bosh in Hebrews means shameful. But Mephibosheth means shame breaker. The shame, it's breaking. The shame is broken because when he sits at the table, his shame, his legs, the effects of his past life are covered. Can you see his legs right now? You can't see his legs, right? He just looks like one of the celebrities at the table. Why? Because he's covered. In Psalms, 20, Psalms 32, verse 1 and 2 says, Blessed is the one whose transgression are forgiven. And whose sins are covered and whose sins the Lord will never count against him. Love, 1 Peter 3 says, love covers a multitude of sins. His past failures are covered. His weaknesses, the very thing that he feels ashamed about is covered by sitting at the table. Where the plates are always full and it's never too late to come and be filled When Jesus broke the bread and the fish and fed, the Bible says they ate as much as they wanted. Why would Mephibosheth be so confident? Because he's not leaning on himself and his achievements. He's leaning into the covenant that his father made with the king. And as we eat with Jesus, we defeat Satan. I want to talk more about that next week. Because the Bible says a lot of things about defeating Satan. And I know Satan is after you. But eating at the table is a powerful strategy to overcome the attacks that come against you. And when you're eating, you might, you might uh, 
recognize that everything that God gives you is for a purpose. Everything he puts on the table is exactly what you need to do exactly what he's calling you to do and to become exactly who you're meant to be. You'll never fulfill your purpose in life if you stay in Lodibar. You'll never be the man, the woman, the mother, the father, the friend, the worker that God called you to be if you are in Lodibar. There's no fruit there. There's nothing that grows there. You just waste away. You've got to be in the purposes of God. And the purposes of God for your life, for your family, for your future are not in what you think. It's not in Facebook. It's not in the job. It's not in money. It's not in any place called Lodibar. It's in a place called the table. It's a table of grace in the palace with the king in his presence where there's fullness of joy. And so today, the Lord is inviting you to come take your place at the table of grace.